Hey folks, you got to pose in the matrix here. You got Dave and Brian. It is the, uh, the 12th of April, 2021. And it's approximately, well, right around 6:30. Let's just say that we don't need to get into minutes, but, um, it's approximately 6:30. Um, tonight we're going to talk about, um, the secret space program, which I'm sure that many of you've heard of, um, in one way or another. Um, but we're going to meld a lot of different things together and, um, it's it's quite interesting actually um and some of it you probably heard but some of it you probably haven't so uh you know take what you know and then take what we give you and then put it all together and uh you know it's uh, it takes a lot of different ingredients to make a recipe um a good recipe so maybe you've got some of those ingredients and the rest of them you'll get tonight who knows um so brian and i have been talking about this for quite a while about doing this show it's um about the secret space program and if you remember if you've listened to our show for any length of time we had a guy named rodney madsen that was on and he talked about this um and he talked about uh that even back in the 40s that the united states had um retrofitted some submarines that weren't needed anymore and you know submarines um were protected guys that were underwater and they were they were leak proof and so it'd be very easy to convert them to go into an atmosphere or a place where there is no atmosphere um and that they had these plasma engines and everything else so um you know i I was skeptic at first but i'm I'm really believing it now (laughs) i really am and um and then um we i listened to a man uh, last night mr farrell and i can't remember his name to save my life um Joseph Farrell, I think his name was, and he uh, he wrote a book called Cosmic War. That was really neat. We could talk about that a little later. Um, but Brian's been really been hitting the um, the research books about this, so I'm gonna uh, back off a little bit. And Brian, uh, if you want to just uh, get into what you've been researching about, and uh, you know, and I'll jump in from time to time, and and we'll we'll go from there. So, what have you found out? Well, hi, everybody, and good evening. Um, Well, when you start digging and you start really looking at what's really going on, and I was talking to Dave earlier about what's going on with our country, with like just politically COVID and all this stuff, it all starts to make sense. So first of all, um, our Trump, I think it was about a year ago, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, that that, uh, created the Space Force. And it was a big deal. It was on television. You can you see it on YouTube. They got a flag and they have all this stuff. And and it kind of made me wonder, like, okay, why now are you doing a space force? I mean, and they say it's to protect us from other countries because they have technology. We need to keep up with China. We need to keep up with Russia because they have killer satellites. They have uh, uh, hyper jets or ram jets that can, you know, circumvent the world in like an hour and a half. And they have weapons on them. And you can research that. There's there's stuff like that out there. And, and all these major countries are working on technologies to dominate the upper atmosphere of our planet. And also China and uh, other countries are going to the moon. They want to colonize the moon. And they want to do this for, you know, probably military reasons. They might say otherwise, but it's always about the military first. So 
Uh-huh. Um, so I started researching the space program, and a lot of it is just propaganda. You can go on YouTube, and they have all these sites. You can actually join the Space Force. They're looking for people. You can actually have a website. They have an employment website, and you can go there and try to get a job uh-huh. with them. But and, and 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 yeah, the premise of it's awesome. It's patriotic. It protects our country. But I'm always suspicious of 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 things that they say are good for us, and come to find out later. They weren't so good for us, or they had another alternative motive. And so I started researching, has there been any other space programs that we don't know of, like dark space programs, dark ops, or, um, you know, a shadow space program that's behind the scenes? And and what I'm going to tell you tonight, a lot of you probably already know, but if some of you don't, uh, just research it. And, and uh, I'm not going to say... Do I believe it? Yeah, I tend to kind of weigh toward the side of this stuff is true. Do I have actual evidence in my hand? No. But when several people are saying the same thing, uh, then I start to like, okay, there might be some weight to this. There might be, there might be something to this. And and uh, when I'm all done, if Dave have, have time, I mean, at the end, I want to kind of summarize from at the end of the show or during the show what I think is mm-hmm. going on. But basically, sure. Uh, the Space Force, I believe, is for us to see, for the American people to see, but it's not really what we have. We have something greater than the Space Force, and we've had it for 40 to 60 years from my research, and it's basically uh, alien technology from Nephilim uh, aliens, not extraterrestrials. If you know Dave and I, we believe that Nephilim are hybrid humans from basically fallen angels breeding with men, uh, mankind and create a super, a super race in Genesis eight. You can go look at that and it talks about them and even says that they were here after the flood. So they're mm-hmm. still here. So I believe that's where a lot of this technology is coming from. And so what's going on is our government is, is lying to us about what's really out there. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of articles here to you guys, but um from what I've seen and what I've read, um, it's got to be true. We've been on Mars for 40 since the 70s, since right. the late 70s, early 80s, and we have a base on Mars underground. And as far as I can tell, there's an atmosphere on Mars, and there's animals and things on Mars. And even the rover uh, that we have up there is picking up objects from a distance and you know, I saw one. It looked like an uh, an alien holding a gun, but then it, it's like a. Then it looks like a stone, but it, the stone looks just like an alien with a elongated head, which would be a nephilim, and it's mm-hmm. big, holding some type of gun. But uh, is he frozen there in stone? And if he is, how did he get there? Where did he come from? That's on. Mm-hmm. You can just YouTube that stuff. So, um, but these, this program was put together by the world governments and these uh, extraterrestrials or Nephilim uh, fallen angels. And they are working in conjunction with the United States, Israel, and other countries. And we have an agreement with them. And this agreement is they can do uh, testing on the earth and studying on the earth in our underground facilities at the same time, we built an underground facility on Mars, and these uh, Nephilim 
fallen angels, or you want to call them aliens, that's fine, but they're Nephilim. They are in an underground facility that we built on Mars, and that they're study, we're studying um, them and their technologies, and they're teaching us. And now Trump, Trump was going to bring all this out, but he was told, from my understanding, and I, you know what, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but there's a lot of evidence out there, and there's a lot of sightings of UFOs, and, and we're going to get into why more, why Dave and I think about, why we, I, I think we both are on the same page here. We think this is real. Right. That um, the technology that they have, they're giving to us in little bits and pieces, and that's why we're able to even do these things over the last 50 years. But these bases that are built on Mars are built with technology from these these extraterrestrial or Nephilim, I call them Nephilim, and that a time's coming when they're going to reveal themselves. But they supposedly, there's a, 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 a um, almost sounds like Star Wars or Star Trek I'm talking about here, but there's a, let me see if I can find it on my phone, folks, but hold on a minute. And um, let me just read this article. And this is from the Jerusalem Post, okay? This is from the Jerusalem Post. And it's actually, I did some research today. It's actually been on some newscasts, too. Uh, huh. Not but you can you can go Google it, and it comes up. And it says, according to the Jerusalem Post, aliens exist and humanity is not ready. According to the retired Israeli general, the aliens that aliens do exist and humanity is not ready to know. The general has explained the United States and Israel have both known about aliens for years. The aliens are part of a Galactica Galactic excuse me, Federation. The Galactic Federation. It doesn't sound like Star Wars or something. Yeah. The Galactic sure Federation does. has made our, uh, agreements with the aliens and the US. So this Galactic Federation are it's an alien federation. Mm-hmm. And they've made agreements with, with with the U.S. The Federation wishes to research and understand the fabric of the universe. This cooperation includes a secret underground base on Mars where there are Americans and alien representatives. Uh, it is rumored, this is where Trump comes in, it is rumored Trump is aware of the aliens and wanted to disclose information. Unfortunately, the Galactic Federation stopped Trump for disclosure, it is speculated this is one of the reasons Space Force was created. So um, it has been leaked that our interactions with aliens are more like the movie Men in Black. Aliens may be walking alongside of us. And you talked about that last week, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that, that book by Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, you talked about it last week. So mm-hmm. I'm reading this. If I didn't read this on the Jerusalem Post, I would think this guy's wackadoo. But this is yeah. from a Jerusalem Post, and this is from a um, – let's go to the very top here. Um, this information, it doesn't show it on here, but I know where it's from. This guy is the former head of the space agency for Israel from 1981 to like 2000 and something. And he's the head of the space agency, and now he's 87 years old, and he's spilling the beans. Mm-hmm. And he said five years ago, if he would have done this, he wouldn't be around today. So I, something must have changed. Maybe he's definitely ill. I don't know. But you can research this, guys, and you can look for yourself. This is a legit article a article from the Jerusalem Post. That's amazing. And so 
Yeah. And then uh, let me go. That was on my text. Let me go to my email because uh, I have it down on my email. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is interesting. See, I'm just going to read it. It's better to read it than me try to explain it. Hold on. Let me put my phone up where I can read it better. Okay. Erica. Ah, better. Hey, you might want to move to your left just a little bit. So you'll be in the picture a little bit. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Secret space program. Whistleblower claims humans are on Mars since 70s. A secret space program whistleblower claims humans have been been traveling to Mars for decades. Interestingly, many former NASA employees and military officials have come forward speaking about the existence of a secret space program and technology that goes far beyond what society knows. There there, uh, exists a shadowy government with its own Air Force, its own Navy, its own fundraising mechanism, and the ability to pursue its own ideas of the national interest, free from all checks and balances, and free from the law itself. Senator Daniel K. Io, I think I pronounced that right. Mars is the number one place, the solar system, where we really want to go. Recently, during the 67th Annual International uh, Astronomical Congress in Mexico, Elon Musk, the head of Tesla Motors and SpaceX, announced that not only are humans going to travel to Mars in the near future, but we are going to establish a colony on the surface of the red planet. And I looked that up. He's going to send people to Mars by 2022 or no, 2024. That's wow. three years from now. He's going to, in 2022, he's going to do a shot, uh, send a ship to Mars that's going to be carrying cargo. And then he's going to do another one and then four more in 2024, I guess, because every two years, Mars comes the closest to the Earth. It does. And yeah. that's why he's mm-hmm. doing that. But I think that's just. Yeah, I think we're doing that, but I think that's just to cover up what's really going on, folks. However, all of this isn't new according to Secret Space Program. Whistleblower Corey Goody, who released a statement detailing human activity on Mars, saying that mankind's been on the surface of the red planet for a long, long time. Strangely, he has he isn't the first or only one to have said that. Many people have stated that these accusations aren't new, and there are documents WikiLeaks, which argue that human and alien collaboration have been around for quite some time. In the statement, Corey Goody wrote, Mars was first visited by the Germans as back far as the 1930s. But during the 70s, U.S. space program were actively exploring Mars and other planets to establish bases. In 1980, the U.S. SSP became Solar Warden. Under Project Solar Warden, vast development and colonization occurred on Mars and other planets. Goody continues, bases on Mars were built under the surface. But doesn't that sound crazy? Well, he isn't the only one that have said it. If he and if he we go ahead and take a look at a statement from Senator Daniel K. I knew I think that's out. Sorry, guys. We'll realize that just how profound the subject really is. The existence of a shadow government with its own Air Force, own Navy, fundraising. Uh, okay, that's just uh, repeating itself there. Um, the funny thing is that according to several statements, humans have had the technology for space travel for a long time. During my tenure in the Navy, we discovered that the Germans had been inventing space technology since the early 20th century. 
William Topkins. The above statement from Topkins corroborates comments made by Corey Goody, which have been tagged as ludicrous by many. According to Topkins, three are declassified documents that show German space travel technology. He even claims to have worked within extremely classified think tanks, which created weapons for aerospace companies. In addition to Goody, a former NASA employee claimed there were secret manned missions to Mars over 20 years ago. And in an interview with Coast to Coast, that's a big program on the radio, by the way, AM, a woman by the name of Jackie talked about humans. This woman worked for NASA, okay? Uh, Jackie talked about humans on Mars, something that has been discussed among others, alleged NASA employees for years. Then I saw, this is her, then I saw two men in spacesuits, not the bulky suits we normally use, but they looked protective. They came over the horizon walking toward the Viking Explorer. In addition to the above, a former Marine claims to have worked on Mars. The retired officer, only known as Captain K, said that not only have humans made it to Mars in the past, we have developed a secret space program and flotilla that operates in space, according to the former Marine. He was posted on the Red Planet for years, and his mission was to protect the five human colonies and indigenous life forms on Mars. According to Captain K, not only did he spend years on Mars, but he also served aboard a giant space carrier for three years. That's what I was telling you about, Babe, earlier. Right. Reading the above statement and comparing it to what Senator Daniel K makes you really wonder if all above is possible. The recently published press release tells us more about these secret programs. This is a press release. Richardson, Texas, October 13, 2016, on Tuesday, October 11th, President Barack Obama wrote an opinion editorial via CNN.com announcing to citizens of the United States that America has set a clear goal to send humans to Mars by 2030s. We do what we do what's possible for anyone else. The problem here is that during a November 2015 video interview with uh, GAIA.com whistleblower Corey Goody from the U.S. Secret uh, Space Program said there are humans already on Mars, and it's been colonized uh, in December of 1986. Goody was recruited in SSP, UNSAP, and acknowledged special access programs under Project Solar Warden. He was assigned to research vessels in space to study the solar system from December of 1986 to December of uh, 2007. President Obama and the U.S. government joins a heavy hitter list of private sector visionaries such as Boeing CEO Dennis Muhlenberg and Elon Musk as they compete to make historic dent in space on October 4th, according to Bloomberg Technology. Uh, said, it's my company that's sending the first humans to Mars, not Musk. I'm convinced that the first person to step on the foot of Mars will arrive there riding a Boeing rocket. But then it goes on. Uh, that's the end of that article. So, wow. Um, I'm not kidding. Wow. Here's what you've got. You've got NASA. You've got our space program we've known since the late 50s, early 60s. And then you actually got the real space program behind the scenes. NASA, all that. Yeah, they, they and the American people are proud of what NASA's done. But that's all really, to me, as a cover. 
And maybe right. some of the people at NASA know about this, maybe not. Maybe the people who work there probably don't that are lower levels. But I've got a feeling people high up at NASA have to know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like everything. Um, before 9-11, you could get on an airplane. After 9-11, you have to take your shoes off, your belt off. You got to do all you can't even go. Your family can't even go to the gate with you. COVID hits. You could go to church, you could go to the park, you could go to the beach, COVID hits, you can't do anything for a year. And then they pass all these you know, these fake laws and intimidate the people, which they're still doing. Right. And so when all this stuff starts to happen, folks, you have to ask yourself, what's really going on? I heard mm-hmm. today, and this just has to do with the pandemic, and it has to do with what's going on, Dave, that it was on, um, what was it on? I think it was on Glenn Beck this morning. And they said last year in 2020 was the lowest rate of flu virus ever. The right. year before, in 2019, 38 million people got the flu in the United States. Mm-hmm. Last year, I, I, I don't know the exact number, I think it was 1,800. Wow. So where'd, where'd the flu go? They cured <laughs> the flu. I think it was Glenn Beck or maybe it was Sebastian Gorka. It was a miracle. They, they cleared, No, it was actually Rush Limbaugh. It was Rush Limbaugh today. Uh, he said that. And uh, and uh, it's like, okay, so what's real? Did the flu mm-hmm. actually go down? Or did we get lied to for the last 13 months? Did we get right. taken advantage? So my point is, why did they do that? To pass all these laws. Why do they want to, why do they want to restrict us? And I believe the Republicans, not all of them, but a lot of them are just as bad as the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And that's why nothing gets done. And so... Because they want to change the laws, they want to change the world, they want a one-world government, this technology, these aliens, and all this stuff. And the next, I say, next 24 months, you're going to start hearing a lot more about it. It's going to start coming out more and more. And it's to bring in the one-world government through the Antichrist. He's going to use technology to do miracles. He's going to call fire down from heaven. It's going to he might be able to do that because he's demonically empowered, but it's going to be also there's going to be technology involved to control mm-hmm. us, to mark us, to do all that stuff. And right. so um, why are these aliens so-called extraterrestrial waiting? Because you know why they're waiting? Because you know who's ultimately in control here? God's in control. Right. I don't know who these people are. God made everything we see and the things we can't see. So mm-hmm. he's in control of everything. So why aren't they ready is because it's not God's time for anything to happen yet. Right. And as long as we're still here and we haven't been taken home yet, we're good. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean bad things won't happen, but this, this military buildup, this technology that they have in these bases, and there's more stuff on here. I'll maybe read it later, Dave. I'm taking too much time. But no, no, not at all. It's just, it just convinces me more how short our time is before the Lord returns to this earth to make it right and no weapon fashioned against us can probably can stand no weapon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so um god is preparing the ground for the tribulation and these ain't these ancient nephilim which are now extraterrestrials if you want to call them that are being right. used in this plan and god's a man's plan has always been and always will be except for Jesus to come and who came and died on the cross for us is to be God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nimrod wanted to be God. Right. You know, he built that tower. He wanted to be God. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar 
uh, lifted his eyes up one day and said, I'm basically God. You can read it in, in Daniel 7, I think. And he made him eat grass for seven years with the wild beasts until mm-hmm. he sinned. So it's in the heart of mankind, um, these leaders of the world, I should say, to rule over people and to be worshipped like God and to be God. Right. So, um, they're going to use this technology to do that. Mm-hmm. And they're using technology against us now. My phone right now, uh, wherever I can go, they can track me. But mm-hmm. nobody can care. We can go anywhere we want. Oh, we, we say we're, we, we surf the web, do whatever we want, but we're being watched 24-7. Oh, yeah. And 20, 30 years ago, you would never have done that. But we have been slowly being cooked and boiled in water that was cool. And now it's getting boiling, and we don't even realize we're boiling to death. And this technology mm-hmm. uh, bases, it's real. I believe it's real. Yeah. Uh, but God, God knows where these bases are, and it says at one point that God's going to make a new heavens and a new earth, and the old earth, the old heaven will burn with an intense heat. So whatever they're building is not going to last. Mm-hmm. And I just want the listeners to know, don't be afraid. Um, just be knowledgeable. Know what's going on around you, and don't let everything you hear and see frighten you. Search it out, research it, and then be in your Bible, and let God speak to you. Uh, peace. But uh, this has been going on, and one of the things I'll, I'll go into here, Dave, I'm almost done, is um, i got to find an article. I'll do it later and read it. Um, they have developed, and I wouldn't doubt this, uh, um, a way to travel in time, future or past. Right. Um, I'm not saying it's true, but they've talked about they've had that technology since the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, this technology has come from the Nephilim, I believe. And why would they do that? I, I don't know why, but they are able to to do this, I believe. I never thought I would say this stuff, folks. Uh, 20 years ago, I would say I was, you're a crackpot, you're wearing tinfoil hat. But <laughs> the Jerusalem Post is talking about this stuff. Right. Right. On Carlson has got a whole, he, he wants to do a segment on UFOs. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more and more in our face every day, but don't let it scare you. But the technology to to go into the future or the past, you're starting at that point to start. You're not God, but you're starting to go into a realm that only God should be in. Right. You know, God, mm-hmm. Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. You know, he's in the past, he's in the present, he's in the future. That's his territory. Mm-hmm. So that tells me how close we are to the Lord's return. When we start stepping over this bounds of technology and cloning people, uh, hybrid humans, um, robotic humans. Uh, I even uh, saw one that there was a, um, in the 1800s, Dave, there was a man made of metal. Metal man. Really? From... And he just disappeared one day, went into the ocean and disappeared. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, folks, you take it over for here, Dave. Yeah, um, you brought up a lot of interesting points. And um, let's let's go to the time travel thing first. Um, while you were talking, I was looking something up. <clears throat> and Germany had their own uh, Roswell event. Um, they had two crashes in Germany. One was in 1936 in the Black Forest. They call it the 1936 Black Forest crash. And the other one was, um, wait a minute, maybe that was, oh, yeah. Or they also call it the 1936 Freiburg UFO incident. So it was only one crash. 
But anyway, the Germans were very skilled at um, at backward engineering, and um, the Germans were were into the occult big time. Um, they they were looking for something called the Vril, the Vril power. Um, they were into these ancient Nor- Nordic legends and ancient Nordic gods, and um, they even wrote in a in a language called Rune R U N E. I think it's it's uh, spelt or R H U N E. I can't remember, but um, well, anyway, if the port- reports are correct, and they seem to be um, because of the evidence. Um, Hitler was developing uh, a time machine back at, during that time, um, and they called it Die Glocke, which means is German for the bell. Uh, you, ever, you ever hear the term Glockenspiel? It means bell. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, and supposedly he developed three of these, and there was a guy named Hans Kommler, and I got to thank Jim Wilhelmson for this information. So. <laughs> Um, you know, he's preached it for years, so I, I, all credit where credit's due. Um, and Hans Kommler was like the head general over all this technology. And so when the Allies were getting close, um, he was ordered to destroy all the technology. Hitler ordered him, go in and destroy all that stuff. I don't want the Allies getting it. Well, instead of destroying it, he and two of the other scientists took off into three Glockas. And... Um, and disappeared. And uh, supposedly the mechanism um, for for these uh, craft were um, was mercury spinning in two different directions at the same time, clockwise and counterclockwise, one right above the other. And it creates a magnetic field, and it also enables the craft to disappear, um, maybe into another dimension or whatever. Um, but anyway, I think it was 1965 in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, um, all of a sudden, something like a bell crashed in the woods out there. And the, per- the people that first got out there said it had strange writing on it. Well, so did the Diglaka. It had that rune writing on it. And, um, and so, you know, of course, the military came in right away and absconded it. And, um, you know, Lord knows who was on it. It might have been one of those scientists. It might have been Hans Kommler. Well, anyway, back in 2000, and I think it was 10 or maybe it was 2008, they had something called the Stevensville Lights down in Texas. And um, Jim was involved directly in this. Um, so he found out, he found this, um, there was a, a constable down there. I don't know if they call them sheriffs, but they were constables. And um, uh, the guy's name was Leroy Gayton. And I'm surprised I can remember all this stuff. It's just blowing my mind and it's all coming back to my head. Um, Leroy Gayton happened to look up when this was all going on, and he saw two, um, from what I better can describe as orbs, up in the, way up in the sky. And he said that each orb looked like it had a bell in it. Mm. And um, so anyway, these, these things supposedly touched, and I, I don't know if they crashed to Earth or not, but there was a lot of military activity that went on there, and uh, that would have taken care of the other two, Diglaka. Um which means that when when they left Germany in 1945, they were transported. Well, one was transported to 1965, and who knows? It might have been instantaneous um, through a wormhole. And the other two came in uh, 2008 to, uh, to Texas. And um, anyway, um, where am I going with this? Okay, so uh, Leroy took a video of it. And um, he said it was qu- quite clear that you could see the uh, the bell in it, bells in them. 
later on he ended up changing his story. I guess he got talked to. And, um, you know, these people have a way of saying, you know, hey, if you want your family to live, you better change your story. Or, uh, you know, you want to keep your job or whatever. Well, there's a woman named Linda Moulton Howe. I'm sure you've heard of her. She's very famous in the UFO uh, chronicles of uh, what's going on. Um, she she specializes in animal mutilations. But uh, Leroy had turned it over to a reporter who had turned it over to Linton Moulton Howe. And so I wrote to Mrs. Howe or Miss Howe or Ms. Howe or wherever she goes by. And um, and I said, look, I said, you know, I'm just interested. Can I have a copy of that? I don't want the original. Just please make me a copy of it. And supposedly it, it, it wasn't a VHS. It was on more of advanced uh, video. Uh, well, anyway, I got a letter from her. She said, no, we don't. I don't have such a thing. I And I wrote her back and I said, well, that's awful funny because Leroy Gayton gave it to the news reporter who says she gave it to you. So either these people are delusional or you're lying to me, <laughs> you know. And so she wrote back and she said, oh, I don't understand why you're being so mean to me. I don't understand why you're treating me like this. And I said, well, I'm not. I wrote her back. I said, I'm not treating you like anything. I would just like a copy of the video. And she wrote me back and she says, well, yes, there was a video, but it, the objects in the video were not clear. Well, she lied to me twice already, so why should I believe her with that? Well, anyway, I never got a copy of it. But um, there is a theory, and and Jim has, and I I tend to believe it. And I'll tell you why. Um, His theory is that they can go back and forth in the future, and they've been able to do it for quite some time. 1970 sounds about right Uh, from our side. Hitler probably could have done it a lot sooner. Um, but uh, through reversing his technology, we're able to do it. And um, supposedly they've now he, he's surmising this that they were able to go to the future, but they were only able to go as far as where the beast proclaims himself to be God in the temple. And mm. they couldn't go any farther for some reason. And um, so in their eyes, they believe that, you know, hey, we won the war. You know, our Antichrist or our beast is up in the temple. He's proclaiming himself to be God. People are worshiping him. We won. Now, if you look at Revelation chapter 10, uh, where it's talking about the sixth angel talking, and then all of a sudden there's a pause. And I think it's the sixth angel that, that speaks before the seventh again. And he says, behold, time will be no longer. Well, that word, that, that, and I know I've said this before online, folks, so please excuse me, but I'm sure there's some who haven't heard it. But if you look at the Greek for that, it means something that has been has been changed and has been turned into something else. So in other words, for a short period of time, <laughs> it's hard to say that because there will be no time at that time, but um, Yahweh is going to eliminate time as we know it, linear time. And I think it's for two reasons. I'm thinking, I think it's because he doesn't want them going any farther and maybe meddling with future history. And he doesn't want them to see what, exactly what happened. He cut it off on purpose so that they think that they won and they can press forward with their plans to be winners. We're actually their losers. Now, I know that we, we differ on, on the rapture and the timing of the rapture, and I happen to think it's at the seventh trumpet. And that It's just going to happen. That's all that matters. So right. I'm happy about – amen and hallelujah, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um, 
if it, if it was tomorrow, I you know I I wouldn't go kicking and screaming into the night. I'd be, <laughs> I'd, be I'd be next to you and everybody else, the happiest guy or, or you know human being on earth. Um, but anyway, um, so if if uh, my my feeling is that this is when the, the rapture is going to happen because after that is when all hell breaks loose on earth after the seventh trumpet. That's when all the judgments against mankind come, and we know that we're not appointed to judgment. So anyway, it, like I said, it could be any time from, you know, two seconds from now. That'd be cool if we just disappeared just right now. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, until that time, you know, I don't think it's going to it would go any farther than that time. I don't think there's any scriptural proof for that. But um Anyway, so I, I do believe, and I believe that they've gone back in time, too, and they've, uh, you see paintings, every once in a while you'll see a painting of, uh, uh, it's in Italy somewhere, it's Madonna and Child, and when you look in the background, there's a UFO, it's clear, it's, it's a UFO sitting up there. You see other paintings where UFOs are having wars against each other, and these are medieval paintings, okay, um, and so... I think they've gone back in time to make it look like they've been here all throughout history, you know, and, and they have meaning, meaning the fallen angels, but that mankind has had this ability to do this all throughout history, thus making people think that mankind has changed history from time to time to, to, to suit his needs, to suit our, well, his needs, because we don't have anything to do with it. But, um, anyway, um, but getting back to uh, backward engineering, um, so if they had a crash in 1936 and we had one in 1947, um, you know, why, why do you think that during World War II or at the end of World War II, the Allies were in such a hurry to get into Germany? They, they wanted to get in there. The, the, the Russians were trying to get in there from, from the east and we were going in from the west. Uh, Patton was told to all of a sudden – to reverse directions and on the on the guys that he was um, going to save the guys at the Battle of the Bulge, but I think that Montgomery found a whole bunch of stuff up in northern Germany and Belgium because that's where the missiles are being launched from against England, and that was Montgomery's uh, chore was to eliminate those missiles because they were doing more damage than anything else in England, and um, I think when they got there they found a lot of neat stuff. Um, they found it in the Barbarian Alps and everything else. And, um, but the, you know, so anyway, so that takes care of uh, backward engineering where, where the Germans are concerned. And I think that the, some of them got out of there and continued that down in South and in Antarctica. And that's a whole other story. But, um, yes, I, I do believe that, you know, we had the technology. Heck, we had the Philadelphia experiment right after the war. They made yeah, a ship disappear right. and move move from one yeah. shipyard to another. And um, so, you know, we had the, t the the capability, and I don't know if it took them by – they act like it took them by surprise when that happened. You know, that wasn't yeah. supposed to happen and everything, And but I think they knew it was going to happen. It, I think it landed up in Southampton and then came back to uh, the, the base in uh, Philadelphia. But um, there were there were some dire circumstances that happened when that when that all occurred. Uh, they said that men were, you know, halfway in the hull and everything else. And I can only imagine what that was like. But um, anyway, uh, if they had the capability to do that, they had the capability to generate the power to to put, um, 
you know, uh, retrofitted submarines in outer space, basically, um, and to visit these other worlds. So, yes, from the 1970s on, I do believe that, but we might have been exploring it even earlier than that. Uh, Maybe the late 40s were up there. And um, now I I watched the video or a couple of videos and I sent them to you um, and they're by now that I told you about it, I can't remember who they're by. Um, uh, Let me see, because if I look here, I can look at the chats and I can um, I can see what I sent you. Oh, well, it's not important. It's called Cosmic Wars, I think. I can't remember the name of the man who wrote who did the uh, interview. And it was done during this whole thing, and I didn't even know this existed. There's a, there's actually a, um, every year a, a meeting of these minds to get together and talk about stuff like this, about ancient Sumerian texts and how they um, how they correspond with the Bible and how it corresponds with the Anunnaki coming. And I believe me, folks, I do not believe in the Anunnaki. I think that. Everything that's out there is a corruption of what's in Scripture. Okay, I think Scripture is the is the correct account. Everything else is a bastardization, so to speak, of of what's in Scripture. Um, but um, according to him, now he was comparing it to after World War One. Um, brief history: uh, after World War One, the the Allies were very angry with Germany, and you gotta you gotta realize that these were all cousins that were fighting each other. Because the the Kaiser was um, was related to Queen Elizabeth, so was one of the leaders of Italy, so was the, one of the, the leaders of France, and and so on and so forth. So you had all these cousins that were fighting one another, and and making men die in their stead. Okay, um, but afterwards uh, Germany was was really reviled, and they they placed a lot of laws against the Germans for um, for payback. And uh, took some of their land uh, called the Rhineland and turned it into a DMZ or a demilitarized zone, much like they had in Vietnam between North and South Vietnam and what they have in Korea today, as a matter of fact, between North and South. And um, so what they did is um, they demilitarized it. Well, slowly but surely, um, all of a sudden, Hitler was not Hitler, but the Germans before Hitler uh, were starting to replace um, a lot of the infrastructure you talk about infrastructure um, <laughs> that was taken away from them, the big guns and everything. And, and they were doing this all underground. Well, this guy's um, whole premise is that mankind had at one time signed an agreement or made an agreement with these aliens, supposed aliens, and that uh, we agreed uh, not to go into space or not to go very far into space. And when we exploded our first atomic bombs, they they were they actually approached some of our leaders, and this has been going around forever. This rumor, but um, um, Dwight D. Eisenhower supposedly made an arrangement with them that, um, um, okay, well we'll give you some of our technology, but you have to give us something. And and what they wanted was access to a a, a fixed amount of human beings for research purposes. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, and that's where alien abduction started, basically. But they they went far beyond what they agreed to, and and have been abducting millions of people instead of just thousands, and um, and using them to create a race of people that, like you mentioned before, they walk among us. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, anyway, so uh, 
his summation is that the base, well, he didn't talk about the base on Mars, but he talked about bases on Earth where all these trillions of dollars go that we talked about, mm-hmm. um, where these black projects are being done. These, these things are being developed to defend our planet against these masters, uh, supposed Anunnaki, who are coming back. And I do air quotes, folks, sorry for the people <laughs> on the radio. When I do suppose that I do air quotes. Um, but, uh, as our masters um, to take back over. And in a way it makes sense because when they do come back, they are going to take over in a sense. Um, I think they're going to um, use their, their uh, little poster boy, the antichrist for um, as a liaison between them and us. Um, and I don't know who the 10 Kings are. Maybe it'll be them. Maybe it'll be um, 10 Nephilim that are set up in government offices around the world. But um Anyway, it was just interesting how he compared the Treaty of Versailles with the treaty that the Sumerians said were made with the Anunnaki and how how the, all the comparisons that he made, the parallels, um, how they eventually broke away from the Anunnaki and how we eventually broke away from the aliens, um, uh, the agreements that were made back in the 50s and stuff with Eisenhower and stuff. And, um, you know, one thing Eisenhower warned us about, and I, I, I don't have, I have the video and I didn't, I could have put it up to make a, for us to listen to, but I didn't. I'm sorry. But uh, he warned us against the military um, war complex um, at his, in one of his last speeches when he was leaving office. He said, watch out for that. Because they're they're going to be the ones that are going to want to take over, and by golly, you know they have, they've they've taken over, and they've you yeah. know you talk about those billions or trillions of dollars where they're going, um, yeah, it's going to the black budgets. It's going to can you say black budgets anymore, or is that racist? I don't I, I don't know. Okay, I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> if it isn't now, it will be. It will be. <laughs> Um, so this mon- this money's all going to these projects, and he mo- he mentioned that this guy did last night that all these projects are underground. Um, they're they're done in secret. They're done underground. These things are built underground, and later on they're brought up from underground. Um, uh, he mentioned that um, a lot of the secret submarines that we have are all built underground, and then the parts are shipped to the shipyard, and then things are built there. Uh, which you know why why do that when you can build everything above ground you know you're hiding from somebody you know the american public obviously maybe some congressman who would shoot it down and um but maybe there's there's higher authorities that they're hiding it from uh princes and principalities rulers spiritual wicked and dark places not realizing that these these things can see everything that's going on because they're in another dimension watching everything that's going on, right, you know, right. and they're not on the present by any means, but there's enough of them where they can, you know, they can pass everything down the line, you know, and like, um, kind of like the news media. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's just real interesting how, um, and I, and I do believe we're on Mars. I, I really do. I, mm-hmm. there's just too many, I don't believe that the, the, the Mars rover is taking that many pictures that we're receiving because all the pictures look, um, they look, they look like they're all different places on Mars. I know there's only two Mars rovers up there as far as I know. And, um, 
And you mentioned something the other day where you were looking at something or somebody was, and there were actually tracks, like yeah. tank tracks there. Yeah. Uh, what was that all about? I, I don't, it was a picture that NASA put out and it, it showed tracks in the distance. And I'm like, where, where are those from? You know, so it looked uh-huh. like almost like a road, you know, uh-huh. and you actually go online and YouTube, you know, like I said earlier, YouTube is so highly censored now that they take a lot of stuff down that I used to be able to go to and get, get information. A lot of those sites are shut down, but there are pictures on Mars of where you can see roads like in a desert. You can mm-hmm. see tracks going through like big open spaces in Mars. And actually on my phone, I just went online. Uh, I have a, I froze a video that I was looking at today and I've seen this video many times and it shows this ancient alien holding the gun and, and but it's like the stone figure but mm-hmm. it's to say it's stone i'll show it to you i'll have to pull my phone up to the camera but who made it if it's not real if it's not a, if it's not an actual person that died or a creature who made it right it looks, when i show it to you you're going to think how did that get there and you know um it could remember, be a memorial brian it could be a memorial it, that they yeah, set and, up holding a gun yeah but like a space gun it's just the weirdest thing and i remember uh in the mid 90s uh, i can't remember it was like the mid 94 95 in there that nasa showed pictures of mars and it's a real famous picture the face of mars Mm -hmm. and you probably have seen that right it's it's a mountain-sized face of a man's face on mars and it's a size of a mountain and then Mm -hmm. it also shows uh in the same region of, of mars I think it's three pyramids, right? Actual pyramids. They're buildings. They're not structures that are natural, made. By and in the, the same configuration as is the pyramids in Egypt, mind you, too. Yeah, and so you have to ask. You, and, and NASA is not denying those pictures. Mm-hmm. So where did they come from? Who right. made? You know, and and so it's getting to a point where with so much technology out there, uh, even on here with our cameras and our phones that people are taking pictures of everything all the time. And it's hard for NASA to keep denying this stuff when a guy with a cell phone is taking a picture of a UFO flying by. Right. But on my phone, let me see, can I show this picture to you guys? Of course. Yeah. Um, It's just on my phone. Okay. Where is it? I don't know how I can make it bigger. Let's see here. Oh, that didn't work. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That stuff happens. I'm not a tech guy, as you can tell. Hold on now. i got to wait for it to uh, come on. Well, like like the Buddhists say, uh, you know, in transcendental meditation, we have monkey brains. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on. Where is it? My monkey brain it, can't function. It's falling for me. <laughs> oh, so, oh, okay, good. You found it? Almost. Um it's a video. I have to freeze the frame. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So it's, it's a video. It's showing the surface of Mars. It's showing the rover. Well, while you're talking about that, I, I'd like to encourage the folks. Um, there's a guy that got into this. His name was David Flynn. Uh, he, he passed away a number of years ago from a glioblastoma. It's 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 weird how all the, the brilliant minds get taken away from us. But he was a, he's a believer. I, be, I say is because I believe he's still alive. He's just in another place. Um, but he um, 
he did a he made wrote a book called Sidonia, the Chronicles of Mars. And if you go online, you go to Amazon, he's actually they've actually taken all three of his books and put it into one big book. It's it's called the David Flynn Collection. And I would encourage everybody to get that. Now when you read Sidonia, the Chronicles of Mars, you might have to read it two or three times to get everything out of it. I brought it on an airplane one time to read it and I was like I'm going to have to sit down in a very quiet place and read this because I I can't absorb it in an airplane with the engine drone and babies crying around me and everything. But anyway, Brian, you found it? I don't know if you can see this. Okay, move it to – okay. Can you see it? Yeah, it's a little blurry. Is it normally blurry? Yeah, it's a cell. It's it's on – Oh, wow. It looks miniature. Yeah, it looks miniature compared to those rocks, unless those rocks are really big. Yeah, but see, it it doesn't look like a natural rock, does it? No, no, it looks like an alien in a spacesuit carrying a gun. (laughs) Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's very weird. And the picture to the left shows it at a distance. It's Uh actually really large. Is Uh, it? Yeah. Um, You can go on YouTube and download this. I've seen this before years ago. Huh. So, but yeah. So it almost looks like a lizard creature or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't look. It's definitely not human. So like, <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. how back there? Yeah. And NASA's not denying it. And there's mm-hmm. other things like that that they they found uh, uh, worms on Mars. Um, there's another video that shows looks like. Um, like almost like buffalo, like a herd of buffalo on Mars. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sure everybody can see it, and they they're moving around. But there's supposedly no atmosphere on Mars. Right. You know? But right. you know, I've seen groves of trees, Brian. Yeah, they've had pictures of groves of trees on Mars. Yeah, you know, yeah. a long time ago, um, uh, a pastor taught on Genesis, and he talked about Mars and the different planets. It's just a little side note here. And he mentioned that when God created in the beginning, he created several planets, at least one more besides the Earth for us to colonize. Because before, and this is just his theory, okay, before sin, God's plan was for man to live forever, right? right. Mm-hmm. And with a superhuman brain, because how could Adam name animals he had never seen before and give them the name? Right. And we super, he had basically 100% use of the capacity of his brain. The best of us have 10%, and I'm not in that 10%. So, but I know, I understand. Yeah. So, <laughs> so think about if we had 100% use of our brain, and look what we've done with 10% of our brain. Look what technology, right. if we had 100%, we would have had space flight without aliens involved. We would have had technology now, what we have now, 300, 400 years ago or 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, God has put it into man to be adventurous, to, to want to know more. And that's why we want to know him. He put in our heart to know God. So right. um, this guy believes that Mars was made to colonize eventually. And when mm-hmm. the fall came, um, obviously that was shelved. And God didn't want us to go there. And something happened to that planet to cause it not to be where, where we could live. At least we thought we could live. And right. he kept our technology from us, at least up until the last hundred years. And now God's allowing technology to increase. Because in Daniel chapter 12, it says knowledge will increase. Mm-hmm. And it is. 
And so right. um, this guy, this pastor, I won't mention his name, mentioned that uh, he has a feeling that the planets were made for us to go to, but the sin of man scrapped all that. God didn't want mm-hmm. us to do that. And he caused these planets, whatever ones they were, Mars is probably one of them, not for us to be able to get there and for us not to inhabit it. And that it probably was very beautiful at one time, a lot like Earth. Mm-hmm. But whatever God did, he either did it himself or allowed natural events on Mars to devastate the surface. Because it is pretty much devastated, but it doesn't mean we can't be there. You know, right. It doesn't mean there's no air. It doesn't mean there's no there's nothing there. It's just not like the Earth. So mm-hmm. it's just a footnote, you know, so... Well, you know, they, people will say, well, you know, there's no atmosphere there. There, Look at all the craters. Well, on the other side of Mars, between Mars and Jupiter, there's an asteroid belt. And it's a lot closer to Mars than it is to the Earth. Yeah. So it, it would make sense that Mars would be more pot-marked with asteroids than, than, the, than the Earth would be. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean there's no atmosphere there. It just right. means that the bigger stuff gets through and it makes and it makes uh, craters. Right. Um you know, that that's a no-brainer to me, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. It's, it's there's a lot of money that's, that's going what seems like nowhere. Um, it's a shame that, that it's not being used to, um, to uh, help mankind first here on Earth and then, you know, use other endeavors for, I'll use it for other endeavors afterwards. But, um, you know, it's, uh, Jesus even said, the poor you'll always have with you, me, you won't. Um, so, you know, he wasn't condoning poor, being poor, homeless, just that, um, you know, you have to have your priorities where he was concerned, um, at that time, at that one time, but anyway, but, um, anyway, um, it's um, it's just awful interesting that, um, you know, if you look at that face, and David Flynn did this, and it's in his book, as a matter of fact, and um, half of that face looks human, and the other half looks like a lion, almost. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, he was supposing that maybe it was a sign from God that, you know, of the lion of the tribe of Judah. You know, he came once as a man, and the next time he's coming as a lion. That maybe right. it's a prophetic thing, you know, and um, so it's it's um, it's pretty interesting, and and you know we'll, we'll be learning more as the days come closer and closer, but um, it's uh, I really wish uh, you know I hope for disclosure, but I know what they're going to use disclosure for, you know they're going to use it for for evil purposes, not for God's purposes, of mm-hmm. course. And, um, you know, to prove that these these things are coming back to save us from ourselves. That's the whole mantra. Their whole mantra is that, yeah. you know, mankind is destroying the earth or Gaia, the earth goddess. And that uh, they have to come back to save us from ourselves and to save the planet from us. You know, and that's why you got guys like Bill Gates that want to get rid of three, three to four billion of us. And and uh, the Georgia Guidestones that say that. Uh, most of us have to go to bring to bring harmony between. Uh, and you know, it's funny. I don't see guys like Bill Gates stepping up and saying, "Okay, I'll be the first one." <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. You know. Take my life. I'm, I'm not important now, anyway. But um, 
it's uh, it's a shame that you know that they're calling for such a thing, and it's uh, I guess it's what their their final solution. You know, Hitler had a final yeah. solution, and so did Stalin, and so did uh, Pol Pot from Cambodia. Everybody has a final solution, but none of them are ever part of it. You know, they're not the ones. And, and today we have Soros, and we have um, Bill, yeah, the likes of Bill Gates, and, and others like him, uh, Fauci, and uh, and Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is another one, yeah. Um, I, I wonder about Zuckerberg because he doesn't look quite human when you look at him. He's he's. Um, I, I got into a discussion with a discussion with some a friend last night and his son. We were talking, and I didn't want to go into too much into the transhumanism. Um, you know, mixing maybe uh, reptilian DNA with with human DNA and stuff like that. And I find it funny that uh, Soros has uh, donated a lot of money to. Um, the places like Dulce, I think he's even visited Dulce, um, New Mexico. <laughs> and, um, you know, and if the if it's true that the aliens are there, which I think it is true, uh, working alongside humankind, um, you know, did, did he get his DNA altered so he could live longer and uh, be able to be a dictator longer than, because uh, he's pretty dang old, you know. He was a teenager when World War II was starting. And, uh you know, so he's old as dirt, twice as twice as dusty. But he, um, he, it's, um, you know, it's um, what was it? David Rockefeller, the one that just died, the Rockefeller that just died, um, 101 years old, I think he was. You know, and these guys have a longevity that a lot of other people don't have, and I mean, a lot of people of that generation do anyway. Right. You know, a lot of people of our generation, we're, you know, we seem to be the generation that's kind of going down when it comes to longevity. <laughs> you know, um, we've got a lot of ailments and stuff like that, but we've we've been eating stuff that's been genetically met, modified. We've been breathing air that's uh, been tainted by chemtrails. We've um, uh, you were eating vegetables that are they're GMOs, animals that are GMOs. And the whole nine yards. So I, it doesn't surprise me that we're we're a sicker generation than our than our parents and our grandparents were. Um, right. But um, at the same time, I think a lot of that's planned, you know. And and so if if we do colonize Mars, um, I personally think it's it's uh, kind of maybe like an escape um, an escape place for for some of these. Um, you know, people like Soros and Gates and stuff like that, if things don't quite work out here on Earth, a place for them to go to. And, um, you know, I can't prove that, but, um, you know, where else could you go if you wanted to escape justice? Let's let's just say that Trump would have been reelected. And you know he was going to go after the swamp. And you know who the swamp is. It's Gates. It's... It's uh, most of the people in the Senate and in the, in the um, House of Representatives. It's generals around the world. It's, I mean, it's the swamp's quite large. So what better way, you know, maybe um, Biden got into office and it was and, and the um, the election was rigged the way it was so that Trump didn't get back in because a lot of those people would have been hanging from ropes or would have been, you know, target practice for soldiers in a, in a courtyard somewhere. 
Um, so maybe uh, they realized that their time was short and that they they uh, did everything they could because they can't go to Mars yet. It's you know while it's there's a colony there, is it big enough to to hold two, three, four million people, elites? You know that uh, that would you know be wanted criminals basically here on Earth. Um, I think it would be a good place to put put them. Um, actually, you know, it would be better than Guantanamo. That's <laughs> you right. know, one way one way ticket to Mars. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, you don't come back. And um, but uh, you know it's it's hard to say. But um, I saw you looking at something on your phone. Did you find something? Yeah, I found another article that piggybacks on that other article about Mars. Oh, okay, uh, let's listen to it. It just adds a little bit more detail to what I was talking about. Sorry about that. No, no, um, it's okay. It's the same. It's the same guy. A military whistleblower. Secret Mars base exist one warp there and it goes down some of this i've already read but this guy he had 17 years on the base um his mission was to apparently protect five civilian colonies we talked about that right and then Mm -hmm. um here's a list a punch list of some of the things um humans reside humans reside inside a crater on mars called eris prime so the the colony is in a crater under the ground. Air's Prime is HQ for Mars Colony Corporation. Mars is a warm planet. This is all like bullet points. The air, the air on Mars is breathable. There are two indigenous intelligent species on Mars. Inside info on top secret Mars base revealed, and it goes down. And... Um, um, I, I, some of this I read in the other article, but I'm going to read it because it tells it, it flows together. Uh-huh. After serving 17 years of a 20-year tour, tour of duty, events changed dramatically when virtually all combat personnel from the Mars Defense Force were asked to retrieve an extraterrestrial artifact from a cave sacred to the indigenous reptilians. Captain K... K-A-Y-E, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, described how over 1,000 men and women were killed in a, in a battle and only 28 of his colleagues, including himself, survived to, wow. take, to, to retrieve this artifact from, from them. Captain K is currently seeking documents to verify his incredible experience and for now offers his testimony as evidence of a breakaway human civilization based on Mars Parts of his testimony is consistent with the claims of other whistleblowers who have previously come forward to reveal secret events on Mars. Michael Reef, R-E-L-F-E, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, for example, claims that he also was recruited for a 20-year tour of duty that involved covert operations on Mars. Also, Laura Magdalene Eisenhower. Oh, whoa. A great-granddaughter of President Eisenhower claims that covert efforts were made to recruit her to join a colony on Mars that was headed by famed physicist Dr. Hal Pudoff. Finally, Captain Cave's claims that Mars has breathable atmosphere is supported by a number of NASA images revealing small animals on the surface. Huh. That's the end of the article. So I got goosebumps just reading that because... I mean, the granddaughter of Eisenhower. I mean, why would she come out 
and put herself out like that, knowingly that she might be attacked in the media or just, you know, discounted. Or dismembered. (laughs) Yeah. You know know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, um, the more I read this stuff and the more things I find, I'm thinking, wow, this, this is probably real. And so breathable, breathable air on Mars, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, you know, I just thought it just popped in my head. Why wouldn't they tell us about if, if Mars has breathable air, animal life, water, and we can live there. Why wouldn't they tell us, you know why I just, this popped in my head. It could be wrong, but Bill Gates and all his cronies, want to depopulate the earth. They want to take it down what, to a half billion or something like that. Right. Or, or, or billion. 500 million. Uh, they are yeah. saying destroying our planet. Right. Um, what a better way to have a, a plan B. Mars is plan B for the elites. Right. It's a plan B. If, if they can't, in their mind, save our planet or work it to such a way that it's acceptable to them – then they have a plan B and they're not going to tell us it has air. They're not going to tell us it has water. They're not going to tell us it's livable because they want to live there. If that's they, in case they have to, it's mm-hmm. there. It's almost like it's the ultimate prep, right? You know, there's preps out there. They're prepping Mars for them, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm reminded of a verse in the scriptures during the tribulation that God literally, the Father, shows himself to mankind, and it says, and it says the kings of the earth, the leaders, the rulers, um, men, uh, freemen, slaves, uh, poor, rich, cry out to the rocks to fall on them, to hide them from the one who's sitting on the throne. They even hide in caves. They even right. hide in, in caves, and they're crying for God to hide out. So in their minds, they're not believers. They don't believe like we do, but in their minds— they want to have a plan B. So in case something does happen, that there is maybe a God, maybe there is something out there that they can hide from it. And then God says, you know, you can go into the depths of the ocean and he's there. He even says mm-hmm. you can go out into the darkest part of, of space. You know, it talks about, it doesn't say space, but it says that, that right. I am there. So they don't realize that the God that they hate, the God that they won't acknowledge is living on Mars just as much as he's living here. Right. You and I can go to Mars and we can have a Bible study on Mars and feel the presence of the Holy Spirit sitting on a rock on Mars just as much <laughs> as we can sitting by a lake here in Southern California. Uh-huh. And so when you think about that, that's just like crazy, but that's, that's, that's true. And I believe that uh, the more I think about it, Mars is plan B for the elitist. That if they can't give what they want and all hell breaks out here, they can flee to Mars and escape the wrath of God and escape what's coming, you know, because mm-hmm. they know a lot of these leaders, they know what the Bible says. They're smart, you know, right. and they don't believe in God like we do, but they know what they know. They know what it is. And they might think in the back of their mind, well, just in case I need a, I need a place to flee to, because why won't they tell us this? You know, I, I don't think the world would panic if we knew there were extraterrestrials. I, I think it freaked people out, but I don't think the world go into chaos because we've right. been prepped for 60 years. It started with Star Trek, the first Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, you know, all these movies have, have uh, primed us for things to come. And the more I look at it, um, 
there's objects that you could see online, space uh, like objects and UFOs that look similar to the the crafts in Star Wars, like the Millennium Falcon. I've seen images of a UFO uh, from a they show from a telescope, and it had the shape of the the Millennium Falcon. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they actually found a uh, a planet, or st- I think it was a planet way out there somewhere. I think the Hubble found it. And it has a big, huge spot like the Death Star on one side, like a huge crater. It looks like mm-hmm. the Death Star, the planet. Right, right. So is that a coincidence? You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just grabbing straws here, but nothing's a coincidence. Nothing's by accident. Right. And especially with the elitists and this, um, the dark um, shadow government, the shadow military, the shadow space force. Nothing's by accident. They they are smart. They're planning all this stuff. It's all um, the pandemic, 9-11, all the terror stuff, all the social stuff, all the social unrest, all the economic stuff, all the wars, everything is to distract us from what they're really doing far beyond our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, Brian, I was looking at um, an obscure little passage in um, Obadiah, and um, one of the, the things that uh, people have said is that um, that the United States is Babylon, basically, because, um, um, you know, there are little clues that, um, you know, and this is one of them, but maybe this ties into what we're talking about tonight. It talks about... Um, Let's see. Behold, I have made the made thee small among the heathen. Now art greatly despised. The pride of thine heart has deceived thee, and thou dwellest in the cliffs of the rocks, which brings me back to Revelation, whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though thou shalt exalt thyself as an eagle, and though thou set thyself among the stars, Thence I will bring thee down, saith the Lord. So that seems, you know, either it's talking about the devil or it's talking about a race of mankind that has exalted themselves among the stars or gone into space and um, and has established, uh, you know, uh, um, colonies on other planets. You know, and if they are going there to escape, he's still going to bring them down. <laughs> yeah. They don't realize that they, they're ignorant. They don't. Yeah, they're going to be safe there, but they're not. I mean, one the way that the Lord works. I mean, if He can move the eunuch in, um, that was um, that the two disciples were talking to. Um, if they could uh, actually, if they could move the, I think it was. Oh, it was, I think it was. I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody after the resurrection that was talking to somebody and um, after they had received the Lord uh, the person that was talking was was translated from there to another place that's about 40 miles away in Israel oh, yeah, Philip. Philip that's right mm-hmm. Philip in the Ethiopian so, yeah and if, mm-hmm. if, he, if they can if he can take Philip and move him 40 miles away at the blink of an eye he can go up to Mars and retrieve these guys and say, okay, you're coming down for the judgment right now. Oh, you yeah. know, you're coming back to Earth and you're going to experience my judgment, whether you like it or not. You know, and, and as for, you know, the the um, 
asking the rocks to fall on them. I've always seen that, or I have for many years now, as being those people that are in uh, deep underground military bases mm-hmm. that are, you know, going to try to hide, like the NORAD um, place mm-hmm. over in Colorado and Dulce and other places all around the world. You know, mm-hmm. these elite are going to go to these areas thinking that they're safe, but they're going to realize they're not. And they're going to say, hey, we don't want to face this Yeshua guy that's coming because he's going to, you know, so so kill us now. You know, just kill us now and let the rocks fall on us. Mm-hmm. Um, that we and But it's, I think it says in that same passage that um, though they wanted to be killed, they weren't because they're reserved for judgment. Right. You know, and um, it's it's the Lord that is going to make it make them um, give them their last day on Earth or their last Mm -hmm. day in in this uh, linear existence. And um, he's the one that's going to execute judgment or execute them, (laughs) too. Um, And so anyway, it's 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 interesting to think that men, even though they know this word, you know, they know it, and they don't believe it, but they know it. They've read it. They probably think it's a fable, yeah. um, a fable that's going to come true maybe even. But um, for some reason, they think that they're going to be able to escape the judgment of the Almighty God, and um, and it's not going to happen. No way, Jose, you know. Um, right. you're, you're going down with everybody else. And right. so uh, they, you know, whether it's on Triton or or on Mars or or wherever, because I've heard that there's bases everywhere on in this solar system, you know, oh, yeah. the moons of Jupiter and Saturn and, and everywhere yeah. else, you know, and um, uh, you know, it's it, there's nowhere to nowhere to run, baby, nowhere to hide. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I also I'm reminded that um, I've seen many videos of, of bases on the moon. And, um, you know, the one it was a year, a few years ago that, uh, the U S sent a rocket up and exploded it on the moon, the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Yeah. And it was supposedly to send up dust into the air. And so a satellite could gather it and they can get information. Mm-hmm. But, uh, what I've seen videos of, um, it was a alien base on the dark side of the moon. It was embedded in a mountainside. And they supposedly wanted to take this base out. I, oh, because of the shuttle. Uh, supposedly, now this is, I can't back any of this up. This is just stuff I found. It doesn't mean it's true or not. But it was the, what's the, what's the, the two, we lost two shuttles, I think, right? Well, there was the Columbia. The Columbia and the Challenger, right? Yeah, I do believe those were two, and, yeah. And the Challenger is the one that burned up in the atmosphere, Right. It came out I think no. I think Challenger is the one that exploded when it was taking off. Okay, which one? Remember, one of them. Literally yeah, it was coming. It was coming in, and one of the tiles supposedly was supposedly was loose, and it burned up. Yeah. Well, the information I saw and I read, and 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 it's more than one site, and it's hard to get these sites now because they took them down. Is that an alien craft was spotted right outside the Columbia, right before? It fell apart, and that the spacecraft basically blew it away. And what we saw was just the space junk wreckage from the shuttle falling to the Earth. It had already right. been blown. Mm-hmm. And I, what I've heard and read, and I don't know if this is true, folks. I'm just throwing this out there, but I used to think this stuff was just crazy, but not anymore. 
that that's why we sent a rocket basically and fired at the moon because that this alien base that we know was there in retaliation for the shuttle strike. Huh. And it supposedly was supposed to be equal to like a thousand pound bomb, I think maybe 2000, but the plume that came off the surfaces of the moon was way bigger than that explosion. And huh. in the different videos I saw, which I don't even know if you can see them anymore. Uh, and that's why I'm saying it's the grain of salt is, uh, you know, I could be wrong. But it was a massive explosion, like a small nuke. And um, if I remember correctly, nothing happened to the base. Huh. Nothing. It has well, some I kind of that. shield around it. So, and this was just not. This was just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember hearing it or watching it on Fox. And it was supposed to send up dust into the atmosphere and a satellite or something was going to gather it. And it was just like a, a science test. Right. And I thought. He's sending a, a rocket onto the moon for a science test. Uh-huh. It didn't make sense, you know. So saying all this that you can go on YouTube and used to be able to in some of these sites, and uh, there are lots of activity on the moon. Um, there's one particular uh, person uh, had a site, can't remember his name. He had a high-powered telescope with a camera on it, and it, it zoomed in on the moon. It was basically just a few hundred miles away from the moon. It was just crazy. And you can see these lights flying back and forth across the surface of the moon, like aircraft. Wow. So, so it's, we're talking about Mars, but they're, they're on the moon, you mm-hmm. know, and um, our own Apollo astronauts um, recorded. There's an audio recording you can listen to on YouTube, and they're shocked. They see something, and they're going, what's that? And they're shocked. Yeah. And, and uh, when they were driving their little rover around on that crater, um, there's accounts from them that they basically saw a saucer sitting on the edge of a crater, three of them. Uh-huh. And uh, they were scared and took off, got out of there. And, you know, that's why we've never been back to the moon. The conspiracy theory here, and I say that lightly because I'm not sure is that we were told not to go back to the moon. Right. And right. by these uh, um, Nephilim hybrids, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. But now we're starting to do that again. I'm not sure what changed. If we have so much technology that we reversed from them, that we feel more emboldened and protected. Right. Because I think a lot of the UFOs we see now are our own aircraft that we see. Yeah, I like, believe that too. Yeah, I think most of them, not all of them, but a lot of them, I say over half that we see are probably our own stuff, like the one, the triangle with the three lights underneath. It's a big uh-huh. triangle. That one you right. see, that's, that's seen a lot. I think that's ours. Yeah, it is. Because um, the alien crafts don't seem to, they're shaped different. They're not shaped in triangles. They're shaped in slender, like slender things, and they're, they, they're able to sh- uh, sh- uh, shift their shape and move around. Mm-hmm. That triangle one can move fast and it goes up or down or sideways, but it can't shift its shape. Right. And uh, so it's, it, man, we could talk about this stuff all night. It's so interesting, but well, there back in, um, it must've been 2005 or 2006 at the ancient of days conference. There's a, there was a Christian, uh, his, well, he's still around. His name is Stan Deo. And um, you know, he's, he, he poses um, a lot of uh, – there's a lot of mystery about him. 
because he said he, he he worked on black projects down in Aust- in Australia, or he was exiled by the CIA down in Australia, wasn't allowed back into the United States for a number of years or whatever. I can't remember exact count was, but he supposedly worked on the propulsion units for those triangles you were talking about. Yeah. And you'll, you'll notice that there's always a light at the front and at, at each uh, right angle of yeah, the, uh, right. the triangle. And, and he said that those are um, anti-gravity devices that mm-hmm. are on the um, on there, and he says uh, they they are in um, those things can't carry weapons because they um, they're in a gravitational field um, themselves, and uh, oh. so you know so these things can make these right angle turns going three thousand miles an hour because but because they're in the gravitational field that they're in, it warps time. And so it seems to them like it's taking them three minutes to make that turn. Whereas to us, you know, it looks like it's in a split second. Right. You know, so it alters time. And, and you know, and then we go back to the diglocka. You know, right. um, you know, it's, it had a magnetic field around it and it altered time and it actually moved through time. But um, so if the Germans could do that back in the 40s and we've got this technology, I have no trouble believing whatsoever that these craft, first of all, can go to Mars in, in a matter of minutes, yeah. if not seconds, and, um, and that they, uh, they have the ability to, uh, to disappear, to cloak, um, and that um, they're, they're conveyances only. Um, not really weapons. I don't know if there's any weapons that, in other words, they can't put conventional weapons on them. Uh, just like the SR-71, they could never put a, a gun on it because it flew faster than the bullets. You yeah. know, so it, it would effectively be shooting itself down. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, you know, they. I'm sure they have maybe particle beam weapons or something that they could put on them now, but... Um, but um, it's it's awful interesting how, uh, you know, because we never, you know, my, I hung out with my dad for, you know, when I was a kid and he was a big UFO buff and we never heard about triangles. You know, you'd hear about things that look like hats. You'd hear about, you know, like, you know, like a Billy the Kid hat. Uh, you'd hear about things that were, you know, your typical saucer. You'd hear about box shapes. um stuff like that but you never heard about triangles and then all of a sudden in the 1990s you know the, these triangles started to appear um one of the guys that we did a um that's in uh, my book is um uh talked about uh he had been out at one of these um i should i should send you a video you know we'd have to keep it on the qt because i don't want him to you know become too famous i think he still works for nasa but um he said he was out um uh one of the fueling stations or something like that and his um workmate didn't believe in ufos and uh so they're sitting there i don't know if they're dumping trash or picking trash up or whatever and um all of a sudden, the sky just turned black over him. You couldn't see the stars in anything. Well, it was one of those big triangles. And he said he looked over, and his friend was just, it was a woman that he worked with, 
was just looking up and became a believer that night um, yeah. in, tr- in UFOs. But, um, uh, yeah, he, he had several um, uh, abduction experiences, which we won't go into tonight. But um, he um, he told some interesting stories about what he'd seen out there about um, – uh, there was another uh, incident where, um, I don't know, it was somebody that I knew that worked out there. Um, it was before a launch of one of the shuttles, and they had to scrub the launch. And um, this guy was working inside his office, so he didn't see anything. But he came out because there was um, supposedly a UFO had landed there. And there was an exchange, some kind of exchange happened. And so uh, this higher officer that he knew uh, said, hey, um, did you see that, what happened earlier? He says, what are you talking about? He says, well, we had to scramble jets because there was UFOs out there. We couldn't launch the shuttle. And um, and this thing landed, and uh, there was an exchange out there. He says, that's all I can tell you. He says, I can't tell you anything else. Wow. You know, so they're, they're wow. you know, NASA knows about them. They're they're actually landing it in that at the Kennedy Space Center from time to time, I guess, and for whatever reason. But um, it's uh, it's all culminating. And and I just did a Gematria study on Stephen. Uh, his name is Stephen Greer. His middle name is Macon, like Macon County, uh, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, he's an, ex, uh, an exopolitician, and he's trying to get um, um, – laws enacted so that when these things finally come that they're welcome here and um but he uh he um i I did a a study on him and it was quite an interesting study and it really kind of nailed a lot of things down but i noticed something about him and richard dolan and you know i'm I'm gonna name names i don't care anymore but um richard dolan's another exopolitician and um these two guys, you know, usually when you look online uh, at Wikipedia, like if I looked up J. Allen Hynek or I looked up Jacques Vallée or, you know, you name what author, uh, it'll have a little bio on them when they were born, what the name of their wife is, if they had any children and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You look up Richard Dolan and you look up Stephen Greer, nothing, nothing whatsoever. It's like they appeared on Earth one day. It's it's weird. It's it's bizarre. Um, Now, I know that Dolan was married to married before because I met his wife. She's a Wiccan. And um, and I know that uh, he's married again uh, to a remote viewer. (laughs) Uh, This is supposed to be a man of science that's married to all these occultists. And uh, he's starting to turn in that direction now toward the metaphysical aspect of UFOs, which I guess is kind of a good thing as long as he realizes that they're not benevolent, they're malevolent. And, um, but it was weird because, you know, I I like to do a little bio on people when I'm doing that Mm -hmm. just to let people know, you know, Hey, the guy was born this date, you know, and and, in the whole nine yards. And, and I looked them up, there's nothing on them just that they, you know, that they might've been what their profession was, um, where they went to school, but nothing about a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, mm. nothing. And it's it's bizarre, it really is. And it's like, what's the chances that two people that are that are pulling the strings of our government to accept these these creatures just 
appeared on Earth, and there's no history about them before they were in college or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's it's totally bizarre. It, you know, like with Greer, it gives it gives both of their birth dates, but you know, <laughs> anything right. can be made up. Right. They were both born about within five or six years of each other too, which is kind of weird, you know, because they're there are contemporaries. But um, you know, so you go to talk about um, these nephilim that are coming to Earth, and and that you know they they walk among us, and then and you start wondering, you know, are these two these two guys two of those guys? You know, um, I mean, especially nowadays, uh, the government, I mean, there's they know everything about us. Why yeah. can't find anything about these guys? Yeah, exactly. And I scoured the Internet and, and, I, and I'll be the first one. If you're going to look for people anymore, don't look on Google. Don't look for anything on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to look up stuff about inoculations now, you know, like the uh, COVID-19 vaccine. The first five or six pages are all pages debunking theories about it. Yeah. You know, and and then you may get into one or two articles that, you know, talk about a specific person that's anti, an anti-vaxxer or something like that. Um, Google has become worth, worthless. It's um, it's a government shill and um, their, their information is garbage. So um, I, I've been using DuckDuckGo a lot. And, and some other search engines. Yeah. So, but um, and, and YouTube, um, when I find stuff on YouTube that I got kicked off of YouTube for, you know, I have to question it. You know, it's a government disinformation. Um, you know, why are they why are they letting this one person tell this and nobody else can tell it? Are they setting us up for this person's going to tell us another story in in six months or totally flip flop? Kind of like my the guy that was supposedly my co-author with the book. Oh yeah, yeah, well, the abduction's real. You know, it really happens. And all of a sudden, one day he's like, "No, it's just it's just uh, psychosis. It's in the mind. It's uh, or it's a spiritual event." And I'm like, "What made you change your mind?" You know, and then I come to find out that his father worked at Fort Monmouth, New Jersey, in the Army, and it's a major uh, center where they teach how to, to uh, make disinformation. And I'm like, okay, well, now now I know why he changed his mind. He's following in Daddy's footsteps, right? You know, and um, so it's uh, there's a reason that everything happens. There's a reason why why, pe- why people change overnight. You know. Um, and, and unfortunately, in, in our Christian walk, um, we're starting to witness that there's a lot of people that we thought were staunch Christians for many years that have just totally changed their minds, you know. And to me, that's not a person that actually ever believed. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how you feel about that, but, um, you know, if you can believe that um, – for for 20 years or say you believe that you know that jesus is uh or yeshua is the son of god that he's god himself um you know that he died and raised from the dead and now he forgave our sins through his sacrifice and all of a sudden one day you don't believe that anymore you know you gotta wonder you know did you believe it to begin with yeah you know um and so with these people that are in this UFO community and stuff like that, and they're coming out with um, 
they'll come out with one thing and then you know six months later or six years later down the road they're coming out with something totally different like um like the dolan guy was telling you about he used to be purely scientific uh the ufo was a scientific event he studied it as a scientist and now he calls himself a historian which is still kind of history i mean which is still kind of science excuse me Mm -hmm. and um but at the same time, he's going into the metaphysical now. So, right. which in a way is good because he's finding out the truth that these things are, you know, demonically inspired. Although yeah. he'll never use that word, I'm sure. But, um, but you know, just because somebody says something and you be- and you believe what they say, don't kind of cling on to that. The only person you can do that with is Yeshua mm-hmm. and, and Yahweh. Because they always say, God always says what he means, it means what he says. He says, I changeth not. That's right. You know, I was the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't change my mind. Um, well, people say, well, you know, yeah, but, you know, yeah, the Israelis or the Israelites kill whole villages. And, you know, when Jesus came, he was speaking about loving everybody, you know. Well, there's reasons for that. Right. You know, those those were people that were were totally given over to evil or they were, um, you know, maybe they were crossbreds between aliens and humans um, and stuff like that. It's um, God always has a reason for everything that he does where men don't. <laughs> um, right. So um, anyway, getting back to um, uh, these colonies in space and stuff like that. Yes, I do believe it. I believe it with all my heart that they're out there um, and that um, they've been out there for quite a while. Yeah. And I believe it because I, I believe it, but I believe it because we are told not to believe it by the very people that are out there doing it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know. Um, it's like the government, you know, take the shot. It's good for you. They, they actually showed a, a picture of the leader of um, Britain. His name is Boris. I can't remember his last name. Oh, yeah. Uh, Johnson, I think, is his last name. Yeah, that's right. And the guy was giving him this, the, the shot with the cap still on the syringe. You know, there's a there's a picture of it. It's out there on the Internet. <laughs> and then when, when Netanyahu got his shot, he looks at the doctor and he says, you sure you got the right bottle? He said that? He said that. What the heck does that mean? You know, are, are you really giving me the vaccine or are you, are you giving me the uh, the um, saline water that you're supposed to be giving yeah. me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. It's 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 amazing. And, and if you're astute and you can pick these things up and if you're looking for them, you'll see them day and night, day and yeah. night. The Holy Spirit reveals that. We, I, we went to a church years ago where the pastor was asking us to sacrifice. He was asking some people to take out second mortgages on their house so that they could donate the money to the building fund for the church. And then one day we're sitting there and the guy says, it's okay for a man to have two houses. And I'm like, huh? And then somebody looked into it because somebody else heard it and found out that, yeah, he, he had two or three houses in town that he was renting out and, you know, getting the proceeds from the, from the rent, but asking everybody else to sacrifice and, and, you know, get second mortgages on their house and go in the hawk for this church uh, building thing. So 
It's um, if you pray and ask for for the Lord to reveal things to you, be careful because you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of stuff that you may not necessarily want to hear. Yeah, um, it's 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 uncanny. It really is. Wow, I'm sure you've gone through things like that too. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. But um, so if you ask if you pray for the truth, be careful because you're gonna get it. <laughs> Whether it's whether it's you know that the government's corrupt or that there's bases on Mars or, yeah. or whatever it is, you're you're going to get the truth and uh, and I like this. I, they don't like the truth sometimes when they hear it. It scares them. Yeah, it scares people. Yeah, yeah sure it does. You know, I was reminded just for a second. Um, uh, help me with the scripture. It's um, where Joshua was sent out to scope out the land. And they came back and said, there's giants in the land. Remember that? Right. And we look like locusts to them. And Yeah. So think about it. They're Nephilim. Uh-huh. There were grasshoppers in their sight. These guys were so big and so tall and so big and mighty that they felt like they were just grasshoppers in their sight. So there's actually an account of Israel fighting the Nephilim. Right. I believe for Nephilim. And who knows the technology they had. I, everybody always thinks that the ancient world is just all bows and spears and rocks. But it's, as we know, because we have had programs, it's, it's not. So mm-hmm. here, ancient Israel is fighting against Nephilim. And uh, Goliath was a Nephilim, I believe. Right. And he had five brothers that was probably as big as he was, and he was 10 feet. Uh-huh. And probably 600 pounds so, or more. So um, it just reminded that... Uh, that nothing is new under the sun. Nothing. Right. You know, right. I, I'm thinking about the flood of Noah, which I've, we spoke about before in the past, that God didn't just destroy the earth because of wickedness, which he did. But if you dig deeper, it was the technology and how wicked they were, how things were going. It was um, in Genesis 8, these hybrids being bred into the human race and the evil that was coming from that. Plus sin, you know, that God stepped in and intervened. Uh, the Tower of Babel, Nimrod, same thing, I believe. Mm-hmm. He, he even mm-hmm. said, what man can do together, there's nothing man cannot do. We right. must we must um, change their language and we must bring in, you know, make them Babel. Babel means language. It means that he, he caused them to speak all different languages where they couldn't speak to each other. And he right. dispersed them out into the world and that's kind of where the nations came from. So uh-huh. um, it seems like there's a period of time that God has man. He lets him kind of do what he wants to do. And he thinks, and God's always right there. Okay, there's a lion. You just went over it. I'm done. I'm starting over. He did it, and he did it with the flood. He did it with Nimrod, and now he's about to do it again because. Uh, Matthew 24 goes into all these signs about the coming of the Lord, earthquakes and wars, rumors of wars, various places, diseases, pestilence. And it goes even more than that, which is not enough time to go in tonight. But um, and then Daniel talks about knowledge increasing in the last days. And I always used to read over that verse thinking, oh, okay, that's yeah. okay, knowledge. Now, as we're even talking tonight in our programs that we've had in the past, Knowledge is more than increasing. It's it's going off the ch- it's going off the charts, you know. Uh huh. And so why? Where did all this knowledge come from? So fast. Think about a hundred years ago. 
they had the was it the uh, Spanish what, uh, what was the Spanish flu was in 1920 1917 1917 look, to 1920 yeah look at what we've come a hundred years is not that long really mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know and look what we're doing so. To me, uh, what we're talking about tonight, um, um, all the technology, either human-made or uh, Nephilim-made, not just technology, but now you take the mentality of the world we're in right now, that it says in the last days that men will be lovers of self, haters of God. Um, The good will be evil, and evil will be good. That's what they believe, and so... We're living in those days right now, so God's about to come back. Lord's about to come back, and this uh, technology that these Nephilim are giving us and that we are ourselves are inventing, God has a line, and I think we're getting close to that line. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. We're getting right. close. To, when we start going in the realms of hybrid people, designer babies, cloning. You know, crap that can go to Mars in five minutes, things like that. God never meant for us to be that because he knows we have an evil heart. And he knows we will use it for evil, not good, the technology. And I think this is accelerating, this technology, but so are the signs of his return. And one of the signs of his return is Israel signing a peace treaty with its neighbors. And I don't know if you've been watching the news, but... When Trump was in there, his son, Jared Kushner, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know what he did, but he got a lot of those nations to now sign trees with Israel or trade agreements with Israel or make diplomatic ties with Israel. Some of them now are putting embassies in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, there's no way, not, none of the presidents, Bush, one, Bush, two, none, Carter, Reagan, None of them put a, a uh, said that Israel's uh, capital was Jerusalem. Not one until Trump. Right. And since Trump, now these nations are coming together to make ties with Israel. And uh, I mean, there's a list of them, and it's just there's, there's several, and it's it's spreading. Even though Biden is in there, these nations are doing their best to make ties with Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turkey. So a holdout, and uh, Turkey is mentioned in De- Ezekiel 36 through 38 is one of the nations that invade the Middle East with Russia. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen with them, but um, Jordan, Egypt, um, the UAE, uh, several others are uh, making ties with Israel, and people don't realize this is happening right now. And we're all focused on the COVID or politics, or racial unjustness in our country, and all this is going on. And, and think about it. You have all this technology that's coming out, all the UFO sightings now. It seems mm-hmm. like they're all, all over the place. Uh, what we're talking about tonight, the bases on the, on Mars and on the moon and probably other planets, um, all this stuff's happening. But at the same time, behind the scenes, Israel's making ties with all these nations that have been at been its enemy for centuries. Right. And now all of a sudden, they have a change of heart. Now, uh, Trump is not the Antichrist. Not, he's not. But he sets something in motion that I believe the Antichrist is going to use. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, one of the key things I've always thought that's going to be the trigger to push the rest of these nations to make peace with Israel, because it says that Israel will make peace with the many. Mm-hmm. Many means it's basically all its neighbors that surround her and and most of the world. But most of it's going to be the nations that surround her because that's right. a threat. Mm-hmm. And there's got to be something to push the rest of these nations that way. And whether it's before the trip or in the middle of the trip, when the rapture happens, that it's going to be chaos because hundreds of millions, if not over a billion people, are going to disappear. And then so what's going to happen is the alien thing is going to come to the forefront, what we're talking about. If it already mm-hmm. has before then, and will be used by the Antichrist and by the fake news media because they're going to know the truth. Right. Not to bring it out. And they're going to say, and it's a new age teaching, and it's been around for a long time, that the earth has to cleanse itself from uh, the negative or the negative energy or the 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 darkness. I can't remember how they word it. I read the vibration. It. It's a, there's a bad vibratory thing that they yeah. ask to root so the, up. That's it. Oh, excuse me. My light just went off. So it's going to um, be used for the great lie. Mm-hmm. That the aliens came, took this negative force out of, off the earth, and now the utopia of, of man loving everybody and, you know, the government taking care of us and we all live in peace and harmony and is going to be brought in. And that's the Antichrist who's going to bring that in. But I'm bringing this all up because the aliens, our social injustice that they talk about, the economies of the world. Um, the wars, everything is happening right now. All is converging on this. And the lie has to be set up. They just can't make it up out of the blue. It has to be believable. Right. And they've been making this lie believable for the last 60 years with the movies, with um, all the stuff they, they've been, been showing us. And now, all of a sudden, in the last few years, the government wants to come clean about the UFOs. Huh, that's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, yeah right. Why would they do that after we've been begging them to show us for 50 years and now they want to just now the Navy is bringing out these videos of aircraft uh, F-16s chasing UFOs or F-18 Hornets. Why are they doing this? Because they're prep- they're preparing the lie. Mm-hmm. They're getting us used to hearing about UFOs, used to he- thinking, hey, there might be extraterrestrials. So when it happens, we're not, the people aren't freaked out. Actually, it says they, God, it says in the scripture, God gives them over to delusion to believe the lie. Right. He actually makes the people believe the lie. And the lie is, I, I always wonder, what's the lie? I think the lie is what we're talking about. Extraterrestrials mm-hmm. that have been here 5,000 years ago, came back, removed us, that's holding back from really uh, uh, reaching the potential for mankind and peace and harmony. And that's what all this is about, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's really about that. And the one world order, the dark, deep state, whatever you want to call it, that's their agenda. Their agenda is to run the world. Right. And they want to run the world as a group of men and women. But what they don't realize there will be one man that will be on the scene called the Antichrist. He's going to rule it by mm-hmm. himself. Because right. it's in the scriptures, no one takes the, uh, the mark. You know, they won't be able to buy or sell. 
and um, all the poor and the great men and women of the world will worship him that don't know the Lord. And so that's really what's happening. They are, they're ignorant about that part. They think that they're going to do it as an elitist group. There'll be presidents and prime ministers around the world that they will control and they'll run everything. That's not going to be it's going to be. It's going to mm-hmm. be the Antichrist that's going to run it. And this, um, this al- the aliens that we talk about and all this uh, stuff we talk about is all about that. It's really, it's all about control and fear. That's how they control people. Just yeah. Dis- disinformation. And that's why Trump had to be out. And the more I think about it, will Trump be back? I hope so. But I'm starting to think that if we're really close to the end, when the Lord returns, that things are going to have to get a little bit worse. If, right. If it's better. Mm-hmm. And Biden is put in there to help bring this in. And, and, right. and if the rapture happens in the next year or so and during Biden's presidency, I can totally see how the USA will fit right into the mold of the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Right into that mold. Right. You know? Um, he, he, yeah, he, everybody will just follow him blindly and Biden basically follows his subordinates blindly because they're telling him what to do right now. He's not, I mean, he's not making <laughs> decisions. It's like, what am I supposed to say today? What do you want me to say today? Yeah. You know? And, mm-hmm. and, and he, he's, he's a puppet and, and everybody knows it really. And mm-hmm. so this, what we're talking about tonight and the study that I did and you've done it just reminded me and reinforced into me that how big God's plan is and how intricate it is and how God has taken his time to put everything into place over the last few centuries, especially the last hundred years. And everything that Satan meant to destroy what God's plan was has failed at every turn. And the reason it's failed, there's a big obstacle in Satan's way. To, to bring Antichrist into power, there's one huge obstacle that has to be dealt with. It's called the church. And until we're taken out, that plan can't come into fruition. It can't. Right. It, they, they can do all that what they want right now and you know take our liberties away. But the, the one world government they're looking for will not happen until we're gone. Because it says when the restrainer is removed, the lawlessness one will be revealed. The restrainer is the Holy Spirit living in us and in the world, and the lawless one is the Antichrist. And when we're removed out of the way for a short, brief period of time, there'll be no believers on the earth, and all hell will break loose. And the Antichrist will bring peace to the world, to the Middle East, bring that contract in with all those nations to sign with Israel, and he'll be a superhero overnight. And everybody will think, wow. Nobody's ever been able to do this. Look what this man has done. And uh, and then he's going to use all this technology we're talking about, the Nephilim and all the things behind the scenes, he's going to use as right. weapons against humanity. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine the, uh, the people that come to faith afterwards, what uh, it's going to be like for them? Because the world's going to be saying, well, oh, good, that the bad vibrations are gone. You know, right. the world can get back to where, and then all of a sudden, it's one by one, this group, this group is going to grow larger and larger that starts believing in that Yeshua is the Messiah, not this 
creep that's sitting in Jerusalem or wherever he's going to be sitting at first. And and they're going to say, oh, no, you guys are bringing back the bad vibrations again. And we can't have that. Right. You know, we're, we're going to get rid of you so that, that the vibratory level can remain normal and everything is going to go good. Right. So, you know, it's uh, we got to get rid of you. So we're going to start eliminating you um, yeah. in mass. Mm hmm. You know, and it's going to be a Holocaust again that, like, uh, the world's never seen before. I know. I mean, that's, and that's kind of, I mean, we're, we've covered a lot tonight, but I, I believe that's what all this alien technology is going to be used for. And, uh, and why haven't the aliens, why don't they want to come out? Why, why are they waiting? If they're so highly advanced above us and they could take us out with any time they want, what are they? Why are they concerned about us? What we mm-hmm. if we're going to panic? Why would they care? And I, I always thought that doesn't. I mean, why? Why? And it's because it's not time. Right. It's not time. God puts it in the hearts of men to do His bidding. He put it in the heart of Judas to betray the Lord. Mm-hmm. And He put it in the heart of Pharaoh to not let the Israelites go until all the plagues were completed. He put in his heart. So until he puts it in the heart of these creatures and the men and women running our world system, until that restrainer of Holy Spirit in us and in the world himself is taken and removed, they can do all they want, but they're never going to have full control until we're gone. Right. And so that actually gives us hope because while we're still here, there's still hope. There's Mm -hmm. still hope. For our country, while well, we're still here, we could be here right. another twenty years. You know, I don't think so, but we could be. Sure. So, if you're listening tonight and you're in America, listening, um, well, there's hope for the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he he's got a lot of believers that live in this country, uh, millions and tens of millions, and uh, they're a force to be reckoned with in the spiritual realm and in the political realm. That's right. You know. Yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah. it's it's good that we're around. So be thankful that we're around. And in uh, our program, like like opposing the matrix, there's there's a lot of programs like ours that are doing the good work. And mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I feel like we're not in competition. We're just doing this because we love to do it. Right. Right. You, you exactly. love exactly. It. It's your heart, mm-hmm. Dave. I know it is. And it is. And I, yeah. I appreciate you bringing me on. Uh, I can't remember how long it's been. Not that long ago, a year ago or eight months ago. And yeah, something like that. Yeah, time's been flying. Yeah, and I, I love it because it's a, a place where we can talk and bring out the truth mm-hmm. and um, based on the scriptures. And um, truth that's not based on scriptures, then is it real truth? It's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and what's really happening is God is, we're like a chessboard, and the pieces are the pieces of the chessboard, or these governments, these world systems here, these politicians, uh, the Nephilim, they're just pawns in the Lord's hand, moving them around on the chessboard, and pretty soon, checkmate. And when checkmate happens, First um, Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 through 18, we're going to hear a trumpet. The shout of the archangel, all the dead in Christ will rise. We who remain will be caught up with them in the air to be with them, with the Lord forever. Right. And 1 Corinthians 15, 50, verse, uh, verse 50, uh, 
1550, verse 50 to the end, says the same thing. It says this perishable must put on the imperishable. This mortal must put on immortality. Death, oh death, where is your sting? Oh death, where is your victory? It's been swallowed up. I'm paraphrasing now because I forgot some of it. But Mm -hmm. those two passages haven't happened yet. Right. The the revelation hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, At least the chapter four and on haven't happened, obviously. Right. is the churches of Asia Minor have happened, but the other chapters of, uh, haven't happened. And so those scriptures and passages, I believe, are going to happen in my lifetime, and I'm 62 going on 63 in a couple of months. So, um, and life, as you know, Dave, we're in our 60s. Isn't it gone fast? Isn't it just like right. a, it's like, Yeah, it's like a different lifetime. I know, right? You know, yeah. So... so Anyway. Yeah. Wow. You're not going to believe this, but we've used up two hours already. We have? Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So uh, we'll think of uh, a subject to talk about and, you know, do that next week. Maybe we can get Gordy Tong to come on. I really want him to come on. He's got a lot of good stuff, a lot yeah. of new stuff that I've never heard before. So, oh, um, yeah, to hear that. Yeah, or if Ralph Epperson can get his Skype up and running, maybe we can get him on too. Yeah, he's an older guy, older than we are, and so when something happens to the computer, it's like uh, it's like us trying to solve a physics problem. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. I can kind of relate to that a little bit. Yes. Know? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. I just kind of <laughs> convicted myself. <laughs> yeah. Why is my phone frozen? I have to turn my phone off because it freezes, you know, and it's like. Yeah. Well, that's you know, the problem. We, we know how to take care of the problem. Yeah. We might not know how to fix it, but we know how to take care of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, folks, we want to thank you for being with us tonight. And, um, Thank you for uh, being such a wonderful audience, and we're, we're growing again, Brian. We keep growing, so this is cool. Oh, cool. Um, some of us in stature too, but uh, <laughs> that that's another another subject for another day. But um, but thanks, Brian. It's been a, it's been a pleasure as it always is. Yeah, amen. and uh, we'll be back next Monday night. Um, God willing, and the creek don't rise. And uh, and um, Folks, just thank you, and, and thank you, Brian, and uh, everybody be blessed in, in Yeshua's name and have a, uh, a wonderful weekend yes. and or the rest of the week, too, I guess. When you think about it, it's only Monday. No. Uh, and, um, uh, folks, I will be retiring here probably in June, so um, expect more. Um, expect much more. <laughs> so. Cool. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a, a hot time in the old town a lot of times. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, Brian, thanks a lot. And, uh, yeah. the Lord bless you this week and at your job and every endeavor and, and, um, special prayers for your, your little puppy there, oh, um, that, uh, he recovers and, and, uh, everything works out well, cause I know he's a special little guy. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, Dave. Sure. Well, folks, God bless, and he be with you for the rest of the week and the weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.
Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.